I look at sex as a form of ethical architecture, ethical ceramics, ethical drawing, ethical filmmaking, ethical painting, ethical photography, ethical sculpting, ethical fiction, ethical drama, ethical poetry, ethical prose, ethical dance, ethical music, ethical theater, ethical cooking, ethical chocolate making, ethical wine making, because sex to me is a type of ethical visual art, a type of ethical literary art, a type of ethical performing art, a type of ethical culinary art. To me, sex is a type of ethical animation, ethical assemblage, ethical ethical chalk art, ethical comic, ethical digital art, ethical fashion, ethical flower arrangement, ethical glass art, ethical immersive art, ethical interior design, ethical landscape art, ethical mixed media, ethical pottery, ethical tattoos, ethical video game, ethical textile art, ethical street art, ethical printmaking, ethical poster, ethical mosaic, ethical literature, ethical jewelry, ethical installation art, ethical graphic art, ethical furniture, ethical decollage, ethical craft, ethical collage, and a form of ethical calligraphy. I look at sex as a form of ethical commercial art, ethical abstract art. I look at sex as a form of ethical science. I look at sex as a form of ethical fine art, ethical artwork, because sex to me is an ethical art form. To me, sex is an ethical creative activity. I look at sex as a form of ethical public art. I look at sex as a form of ethical light art. I look at sex as a form of ethical site-specific art. I look at sex as a form of ethical prehistoric art, ethical contemporary art. Ethical commercial art, ethical applied art. An ethical geometric pattern. 
and ethical renaissance art and ethical medieval art. I look at sex as an ethical age of enlightenment, of ethical enlightenment. at sex as something that I look forward to implementing within my adult sex work dream where we're going to have the, a relationship section where people want to do um, committed in monogamous relationships, married or unmarried, they can. We'll have that feature on the, my Antoniology Adult Ethical Adult Sex Work Company and the hookup site where people can have all types of hookups. And we'll have that as a part of the site as well. I'm so glad I'm saying that now. And I also want to say that when it comes to religion, um, this is how Jesus was speaking away where everything that the biblical literacy say are real, Jesus would make symbolic. For example, he would say, believers, unbelievers, and non-believers are my church because they, as long as they maintain their good-heartedness, then or good heartedness. That's that's what that's where my church is. He would say the universe is my church. The earth is my church because the universe is my church. That's how Jesus would say things, and he would say that we're all living, breathing canons for people to read and to interpret. That's how he would say that we're all earnest and important scriptures to somebody. You don't have to be religious to be a living, breathing canon of scripture to us. But he wouldn't make it religious. He would go, 
Let people read you. Let people see the forward of you, the introduction of you, the chapters of you, the sentence structure of you. The acknowledgments of you, the dedication of you. Here is all these metaphors describing a person's life. I look at sex as an ethical comedy, ethical adventure, ethical action, ethical animation, ethical satire, and ethically historical, and an ethical fantasy. Because I value Ethical adult content. I think sex is an ethical film and television genre. Genre is in in and of itself. I look at sex as an ethical anthology series, an ethical anthology film, an ethical anthology, ethical art. I look at sex as an ethical art film, ethical quality television. Um, ethically scripted, ethically unscripted. I look at sex as an ethical biography, an ethical autobiography, an ethical memoir. And I look at sex as an ethical non-fiction. I look forward to porn performing with DILFs, sexually attractive older men. I'm looking forward to porn performing with GDILFs, sexually attractive elderly men. I look, per, I look forward to performing porn performing with sexually attractive young men and younger men and I also want to say that I am proud of myself for seeing sex as one of the ethical genres of life I see sex as ethically written, ethically spoken, a form of ethical audio, and a form of ethical verbalization, and a form of ethical visualization, and a form of a form of an ethical gesture, ethical body language. Um, 
a form of an ethical facial expression. For sure. I must say on record that anything I do sexually, I would never encourage violence, abuse, trauma, victimization, sexual perversion, sexual recklessness, and I would never encourage toxic masculinity sexuality, I would never encourage religious sexuality and I would never encourage sexually toxic situations at all. I would never encourage having sex so easily that you can quickly place yourself in scenarios that could easily, you could easily contract sexually transmitted infections and diseases. I would never encourage those things either. I would never encourage conflating committed sex with casual sex. And the future adult the future ethical adult sex work company, also known as Antonio Tonyology of mine. I do really, really want to say this on record. My company would be in favor of abortion rights, sexual rights, reproductive rights. And so we would definitely help secure um, family planning, contraceptives, and cervical um, screenings and cervical uh, cancer screenings as well and cervical shapings 
and abortions for those who do business with our company for sure. We are a pro-choice company. And now I'm going to talk about the crime world that I grew up in against my will when I was five years old. Um, As a result of the crimes I witnessed, some victims did die and some victims ended up being incapacitated. Um, There was a fear of retaliation which did deter victims and witnesses of crime from taking any action. Um, that fear inhibited folks from reporting incidents and from cooperating in trials. Even in those societies of policing that I saw, I saw victims only wanting compensation for the injuries suffered. Some did remain indifferent to a possible desire for deterrence while the others wanted compensation for the injuries and the their desire for deterrence when it came to their assailants being met. And I saw vic- some victims did recognize their own role as victims. Some had the resources to investigate and seek legal redress for the injuries suffered, some did not. The enforcers that were formerly appointed by the DMV often had better access to expertise and resources, and some had to ask for more expertise and more resources. And I did see victims of their own lacking the economies of scale that could allow them to administer a penal system, let alone to collect any fines levied by a court. I saw that in the world of crime, these things in the world of crime as well. And these are not things that I'm proud of. I hate all these things. None of these things should be glamorized nor glorified because it's all pure evil. And I want to say on record that one of the reasons why I want to have my future adult sex work companies because I don't want to promote or advertise organized crime sex and organized crime sexuality because those two types of sex and sexuality caused me harm so I feel like my company can help people heal of those things that they either directly experience or indirectly experience becomes organized crime organized crime sexuality I will never promote organized crime sex organized crime sexuality ever in terms of any work that I do I've done so much healing to do those 
foolish things. There are other parts of the crime world of my childhood that I have to report. There were times where if certain people uh, gave me negative facial expressions or looked at me wrong or sucked their teeth or made a mean-spirited joke at me or talked to me crazy. The women criminals um, would be usually the ones doing the killing and the beating and the robbing more than the men criminals were doing. And I knew by the death stares and the sneaky grins that their lives would end up dead after being beaten and robbed. They would be gunned down in my presence and then everyone would carry on as if nothing happened, quickly changing the subject. And there were times where I would be blamed for these murders. And the women criminals, one of the men criminals said, from now on, anybody that blames Antonio for anything is going to get the gun treatment and the gun treatment obviously means their lives will be taken and most of the people in that world listen there was a select hand few that didn't and ended up murdered because of it um I do remember that in the um, the world of crime, I never killed anybody, never beat up anybody, never had anybody robbed, never robbed anybody, but I was considered unusual in the world of crime because people usually order violence and theft and murder. They usually end up doing it themselves, but I never did. And that's what made me have this uncommon type of street credibility in the world of organized crime, sadly. Um, there were times with the drive-by shootings that you could be, that I would be with people on the street, chilling, choking, laughing, talking, and you would see a suspicious car roll up on another car, 
and the guns would stick out and they would shoot the people in the car and they all expired because of it. There were a couple of times I saw Uzi splattering them and they were no more because of it. And and I would think to myself, a mother just lost her children. That was the deadly gun violence I saw. In the world of organized crime, I witnessed bank robbery, hijackings, murder, kidnapping, automobile and jewel theft, automobile and jewel thefts. Um, I witnessed the extortion of money from legitimate or illegitimate business amounts to what is known as racketeering. I saw that. I saw illegal businesses like prostitution, gambling, and drug trafficking, which were especially vulnerable to racketeering since they can't approach the police and other authorities for protection. I saw money being demanded and paid as consideration for the protection given by given by a criminal group to the operation of illegitimate business. I saw labor and trade unions provide extremely useful channels for the racketeers to accomplish their objectives by capturing the unions. Organized criminals are in a position to exploit both employers and employees in business and industry. Unions providing criminal leverage and facade to mafia leaders. I saw construction work through contracts in another area where organized criminals have taken their shares by employing political clout and muscle power. I saw syndicate crime. This, I saw all these things that I'm about to read to you. This is the most significant area of organized crime that consists of the supply of illegal goods and services, smuggling, bootlegging, gambling, prostitution, and foreign exchange. Violations are examples of such crimes. They are, they are front men at various levels executing the work assigned to them. The bosses generally function behind the scenes from their well-appointed headquarters, and that makes them somewhat immune from the enforcement authorities. The worst aspect of the problem is that the money generated through legal means in invested in legitimate business enterprises. I saw cargo theft, fraud, robbery, kidnapping for ransom, demanding of quote-unquote protection payments. And I saw trafficking in people, drugs, illicit goods and weapons, armed robbery, counterfeiting and money laundering. I saw um, car theft, art theft, bank robbery, burglary, jewelry, and gym theft, and heist, shoplifting, computer hacking, credit card fraud, 
economic espionage, embezzlement, identity theft, and securities fraud, pump and dump, scam, rum running, butt legging, and providing immigrant workers to avoid taxes, smuggling or manufacturing untaxed alcohol or cigarettes, defrauding national, state, local governments by bid rigging public projects, counterfeiting money. I saw those things. I saw the seeking out of corrupt public officials and executive law enforcement judicial roles so that their criminal records and activities in the black market can avoid or at least receive early warnings about investigation and prosecution. I saw um, loan sharking of money at very high interest rates, assassinations, blackmailing, bombings, bookmaking, illegal gambling, confidence tricks, Copyright infringement, counterfeiting of intellectual property, fencing, kidnapping, prostitution, smuggling, drug trafficking, arms trafficking, oil smuggling, antiquity smuggling, organ trafficking, contract killings, identity document forgeries, money laundering, bribery, seduction, electoral fraud, insurance fraud, point shaving, price fixing, legal taxi cab operations, legal dumping of toxic waste, illegal trading of nuclear materials, Military equipment smuggling, nuclear weapons smuggling, passport fraud, providing legal immigration, cheap labor, people smuggling, trading in endangered species, and trafficking in human beings. Skimming casinos, insider trading, setting up monopolies in industries such as garbage collecting, construction, and cement pouring, bid rigging, getting no show and no work jobs, political corruption, lynching, hangings, and bullying. Those are the things I saw in the world of organized crime. There were two times that I can recall where a group, you know, two different group of criminal dudes tried to uh, take my life. They tried to plot on my life. Um, The women criminals found out about it first, and they... Um, it was a group of women criminals who did a vicious drive-by on those guys. Um, and that's how they ended up in caskets. And, um, another time, another set of criminal dudes tried to plot my life and Men criminals found out about it first, a group of them. So a second drive-by happened, and that's how those dudes ended up in coffins. And so I was told about it each time because in the world of organized crime, um, sometimes People may think that you're getting too much shine or you're getting, you know, you have too much street credibility. That's what they felt happened to me, even though I never disrespected those dudes in any kind of way. I was never the arrogant type. I was never the one to... 
be heartless for the hell of it. I minded my own business and I didn't bother people. But they didn't like that I was known for walking the streets of D.C. sometimes with my gun showing in the dangerous parts of D.C. It wasn't me trying to intimidate people. It was my way of letting it be known. I mean you no harm, so don't fuck with me. I said it through... I didn't say it directly, but my walking around with my gun showing was my way of saying that statement. And that's what made them really want to try me, but you know, there was those plots and um, the women and men criminals overheard these particular men criminals saying that they were talking about taking me out and they got taken out by by the men criminals and women criminals. I do want to say this, that Nas the rapper had a lyric that said, street legends, the drugs kept the hood from starving. In the crime world, the drug can the drugs can keep the suburbs from starving. Um, the inner city from starving. The outskirts of town from starving. The country from starving. The Amish areas from starving. Um, the wealthy parts from starving. The impoverished parts from starving, the middle class parts from starving, low income parts from starving, the poor parts from starving, and the upper class parts from starving. And so those are the things I really, really wanted to say. And um, in the world of crime, I witnessed rooftop killings as well when I was five. And so what I'm really thankful for is the ability to talk about these things because it helps me to heal creatively like I'm supposed to. And I'm really glad that I am healing creatively in front of you all for you all to hear and to witness. So I just want to say that I'm officially done with the religion episodes and the sex episodes and organized crime episodes. And I'm taking my one month's break from talking about sex episodes, religion episodes, and organized crime episodes starting now. I just want to say thank you all for understanding that also when I was a child, I had to put my hand on my gun to keep people from fucking with me in those dangerous parts of the DMV. And now with that being said, um, my break from sex, organized crime and religion, my one month break from those subjects starts 
now. As soon as I say that, I will resume these subjects on um, October the 21st.